Happy Thanksgiving, Stay Paid listeners. Happy Thanksgiving. I am thankful for you. I am thankful for you, and I'm thankful yes. for this podcast that I we get to do, and thankful for everybody that listens, and producer Ariel in the background clapping her hands, and Anne-Marie, who handles all our scheduling, yep. sitting there nodding along, making yep. sure that we get this done in time. Yep. We wanted to, uh, real quick, jump in before this episode, which is all about cold calling, and offer, uh, or let all of you know about a very special offer, our biggest sale yep. of the year going on right now. Yeah, when we thought about this, obviously you guys know Josh and I do marketing, right? But we wanted to make sure that we take care of our podcast listeners. We're so appreciative of you guys listening. Want to make sure that you can take advantage of this deal. All of you know you have to keep in touch with your database. If you've been subscribing to Stay Page, you know it it's all about staying top of mind. You want to drive referrals, you want to drive new business, you want to drive repeat business. The question is not should you, it's just how. Yep. And one of the ways we do this that has really been unbelievable for us is we create a 48-page coffee table publication for your business. You heard me right. It's your magazine. We're going to do all the work for you, create Automated. it, send it out to your database for you as a way to stay Mail top for of mind. Yeah, just keep Print saying the features. <laughs> but I'm telling you, what's incredible about this is it goes out six times a year. And the number one thing we hear from our clients, it's it's the one thing they send that's perceived as a gift. Yeah. Right? It's not about just marketing to your database. It's about giving something of value so they see you in a better light, so they want to refer you, that they turn into a raving fan. We are doing an incredible Black Friday special. And I'll tell you this, the magazine alone is less than a Hallmark card, but our setup fee is normally $300. Yep. We do a ton of work to set this up for you. You're going to look like a million bucks. We are lowering the setup fee to $9.99. 97% off. Yeah, 97% off. We're trying to make it our biggest sale of the year, so it will be our biggest sale of the year. It's an opportunity for you to try this. What I would encourage you is get in, try it for the new year. Let your clients determine, is this the touch point you want to send them? We find that 84% of the people who try it continue on because of the experience they receive. And I want you guys to experience that as well. So that is our Black Friday sale, Absolutely. $10 setup fee. Go take it out right you now. You can take advantage of that by heading over to the URL, mm -hmm. staypaidpodcast.com slash Black Friday. Again, it's staypaidpodcast.com slash Black Friday. The only thing you pay today is that $9.99 to get your account set up. It is risk-free. If you wake up tomorrow, change your mind, no worries. We're going to take care of you there. But head on over to staypaidpodcast.com slash Black Friday to take advantage of that offer. This is Stay Paid a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid, the best sales and marketing tips of your week in 15 minutes or less. Luke, the new year is fast approaching and that means setting goals. Now we've covered a lot of different goal setting topics here on the show, how to reverse engineer goals, how to create smart goals, how to hold yourself accountable to goals. But the topic that keeps coming up as the most searched and most clicked on episodes and videos that we do involve code, call, code calling, goal calling, cold calling. So today we're actually going to combine the two. So we're going to take, we're going to take cold calling oh. and goals. And we'll go in depth into how to set your cold calling goals and give some pointers on how to script out your cold calls for red hot success. I always write these like at late at night and I think they sound so clever. And then I get on the podcast. That's so stupid. They're very, they're, they're very poetic. I will say this. It's like, I think one of the reasons why it's the most search cold calling is because everybody hates it, but everybody knows they have to do it. Yeah. They well, we talked, it's, it's a very polarizing topic yep. in the sense that you either love it, you, you love it and stand by it or hate it and avoid yeah. it at all costs. But the reality is, you know, I've even been talking to my brother recently about this because he's starting a small business. Like, 
how do you get how do you get leads? How do you get prospects? Yeah. You gotta get on the phone. And sometimes that in means the beginning you gotta stages, call people yeah. that haven't raised their hand yet and try and introduce themselves. So yep. let's talk a little bit because I think the number one thing that people ask a lot is how many cold calls should they be making? So how much time in your business, how many, and obviously our business is bigger, so we sure. can talk about what yeah. we do, but uh, how many cold calls should a business owner be making every day? Um, so I think there's different phases of building a business. So in the beginning phases of building the business, take your brother, for instance, mm-hmm. I mean, I would say minimum two hours a day mm-hmm. um, you should be putting into prospecting. I think that should stay and remain, but as you build the business, you can leverage that out to somebody else, right? So in the beginning, my brother, Steven, in his real estate business, he's making the cold calls. Now he has two ISAs yep. on his team. So he'll still make cold calls, but he has some people that can do it. Our metrics, right? We have our people doing four hours of phone time a day, 200 dials, right? Or they're closing deals. Keep that in mind. In the beginning stages, though, if you can do it all day long, you don't have very much else to do. It's not like you're dealing with clients, dealing with paperwork. This is what you need to be doing, banging down the doors, cold calling, right? Because you're going to build up your database, build up your clientele to eventually you're going to build a business that attracts, right? And you won't have to do as much cold calling because you have a business that attracts. I looked up one stat and because the stats are all over the place, it seems like in real estate, and I'm not sure if this is what your brother has learned or if you, if you have any data from him, but most people seem to say like three hours a day, 60 calls in those three hours, do that every single day, Mm. get you about 15 hours a week, cold calling 300 I can't. I, well, Steven's having yeah, his three, ISAs calls a week. He's having his ISAs do 200 calls a day minimum, That's amazing, yeah. right? Or the calls aren't as important as conversations, right? True. So if you can track conversations, I'd rather you have phone time than uh, the actual yeah. dials, but 200, you should be able to bang out so if when, you're just purely doing it. In terms of directing that towards your goals and how to figure out, well, how many should I actually be doing in order to hit my goals? Think about it this way. It takes about three, uh, six to eight, some say more, maybe eight to 12 calls per prospect to actually get yeah, to HubSpot that wrote an article point. that said 18 at one point 18 calls. when they tracked it. So I think like it's, the, it's very high. The contact rate, something like 27, 28%. Mm-hmm. Your conversion rates, you should expect to be around one to two, maybe mm-hmm. one to 3% on your cold calls. So think about that. It's going to take you eight to 12 calls to get someone on the phone out of those people that you actually move through that entire funnel. One to 2% of them will actually buy with you. So that could be 800 phone calls to get a deal. Yeah. But always one or two deals, always be closing in your mindset. You're always, I forget who said it, but you're always closing on something. Mm -hmm. So that might be your closing on qualifying this person. That might be your closing on getting an email address for this person to drip on. That might be your closing on getting an appointment. It might be you're actually closing to get a credit card, but always be closing. There's something you're closing to that you can then bucket this person, nurture them. Cause someone who says no today, no is just a building block to a yes, right? No is not a never. So you just keep going and going and going, but it needs, it requires you to have good bucket systems, meaning good nurture systems for each of these people that you're closing. We're going to get into that a little bit when we start talking about the script itself. What should you be tracking in your cold calls? Yep. So obviously I think one of the most important things you're tracking is dial to appointment, right? So how many dials does it take you to actually get an appointment? And those appointments, then you're going to be tracking how many of those appointments actually turn into closings. For us specifically, we don't really have appointments in our business. We're kind of a one call close mentality. So we'll have follow-up appointments and stuff, but mainly we're tracking, hey, dials to actually close. And then from dials to close, you're seeing, hey, how many dials does it take to get someone actually on the phone? Mm -hmm. So those are two key metrics I would track. The other ones is how many dials do you make a day? How much phone time do you have a day? 
those things I would track first. That at least gives you your benchmark of going, hey, in order for me to get an appointment, I have to call 100 people. If I want to get four appointments because 50% go off and I want two appointments to go off, now you know your actual metrics for the day that you actually have to put in. Yep, absolutely. So number of calls to contact, number of contacts to that decision point or that appointment like you're talking about, and then number of deals or conversions, whatever that is in your business. And then also keeping track of your time spent. Now, the reason why you want to keep track of all this information isn't just to be able to look back and go, oh, look at all I did. Yeah. It's because that will then set your benchmarks because you can go and read any statistic online. You can go and read any recommendation. You can listen to this podcast and hear what Luke's saying about how many phone calls you should be making, how many cold calls or how much time you should be spending. But until you actually do it and you're applying it to your audience and your target and your script and your product, you will never know how to be intentional in your actions Mm -hmm. until you start to collect that data. And then over time, you can start to see, I'm talking 90 days to six months. Like over time, you'll start to see patterns and trends and conversion rates that will tell you how many leads or how many phone calls you need to make in order to get those deals that ultimately, and the reason why we're talking about it now is ultimately hit your revenue goals for 2022. I will, I will mention this to everybody is that why do you want metrics? Why do you want the trackability? Because there will be days you wake up that you are Mm. not motivated. So when you go to the gym and you're not motivated, if you have a routine, if you have a workout plan, you work the plan. And even though you might not be working it to your full potential, you worked that plan. And you know, if I continuously work this plan, I will get these results. The same applies to your cold calling. If you know, I must do 200 dials a day when you wake up and you're not feeling it, you know, I got to get 200 dials today. I might not be motivated for it, but I got to get 200 dials in order for me to get the results I want. All right. A lot of small businesses struggle with the idea of, well, I want, I know I need to cold call. I need to be out there and prospecting, but how do I get the data? How do I actually find people that I'm targeting in order to load them up into my CRM, load them up into my Excel sheet and start my phone calls? Um, so I, well, There's a lot of different routes you can go with data, but I think if you have a higher ticket item that you're selling where it's worth a little bit of research time, I think LinkedIn is probably one of the best resources that you can go to. Yeah, because you can look for the decision makers. and the Decision makers, your ideal candidate, right? The same applies to like your sphere network. If you have time to put into actually going and researching, getting the lead, meaning the dollar of the transaction is great enough for you to put in the effort of research. Go and work your sphere, work your LinkedIn. Those are great opportunities. For us, we don't have a high ticket item. Like we have a $100 setup fee. People spend 70 bucks at the gas tank right now or the (laughs) gas pump, not the gas tank, the gas pump right now. And so the point being is like, We don't have a lot of time to do a ton of research to find out every little detail on this person, right? So we go, so we're calling real estate agents, insurance agents. Where where do you think we go? We go to the real estate agent websites that have them listed and we we get that data off of there, the insurance websites that have them listed. You can find these places, like I think it's Rocket Leads and Mm -hmm. stuff that will allow you to buy. We have a lead generating platform called Leads Please, where you can literally buy data that's scraped out there on the web and you can narrow it down based upon different things in the target that you want. You business owner data, you can narrow it down to how, number of employees, number of revenue. Yes. You know. But it, meaning the, the point being is like, for us, it just depends on the volume of sale that you're going after and how much effort you want to put into that volume of sale. Yeah. And the other thing is, you know, I see people like not starting because they don't know where to get the data or they're not ready to commit to like a Zoom info where they're spending, yeah. you know, good money on those names. But what you're saying is literally how we built the business. Mm-hmm. We looked up real estate agent offices near it's us. It's a phone book. Yeah. That's basically. all we went, went to yeah. the website. Guess what we did? 
We highlighted the number. Yeah. We copied it. And put it in our we CRM. We went over to our CRM and pasted it. Yeah. And what we would do early on is we had this entire process where we would just sit there and go through and collect leads. And so we would dedicate time. This is another thing to schedule into your business. Yep. The same way you need to schedule your, your cold calls, schedule in the prospecting time, the data gathering time to look. If you're selling to small businesses in your area, go find all of those small businesses, go to their website and copy and, and uh, yep. get their information right from there. All right. So the last thing that I think a lot of people struggle with is, well, I've got my data. I've got my time blocked out. What the heck do I say when I dial that phone number and the person on the other end says, hello? Yeah, <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> I think, you know, developing a script, um, you know, there's probably so many different thoughts out there. I didn't really even Google it. It'd be interesting to Google, like how to create a sales script. I to did. see. Okay, nice. Awesome. So you can give me the thoughts of what, <laughs> what Google says. I'll give you what we do and what, we, what has worked for us, right? And so you got to know the audience you're calling. You got to know the pain point that you solve for them, right? And so you got to know your features, your benefits, and the pain point that you're solving. But the way we break it down is we have our intro, what, how, why, button up, basically pricing, proposal phase, ask for the order, and then overcoming objections. So let me walk through real quickly for you what that means. So intro, here's the two or three key points for developing your script when it comes to your intro. When you come in and you're calling Josh and he says, hello, your intro needs three different things. Mm. You need leverage. Why does Josh want to listen to you? What would intrigue Josh to listen to you? This is where research comes in, right? So if you're calling me and you know we've been on the Inc. 5000, if you mention in your phone call, hey, Luke, the reason why I was calling you is I actually noticed you were listed on the Inc. 5000. Oh, I'm intrigued. Yep. There's leverage there. Yep. You've leveraged something about me. Hey, Luke, the reason why I'm calling is I actually work with Ariel. Yep. Thomas, your producer, leverage. It gets me intrigued. It doesn't earn me more than five or earn the caller more than five seconds or 10 seconds, sure. but it gets that person intrigued and off of their game to where they don't know if this is a sales call yet or not. They're like, what is this? I'm curious about this. So you need that leverage. You need pain. Mm -hmm. You need to understand what the pain is of that person and see if you can get that pain point out in the in the intro time frame. And then a bold claim. Yeah. So I don't know if it was Zig Ziglar or Grant Cardone, who was the sales trainer that, that said about the bold claim, but think about it in terms of like a hook. Like you're trying to hook people with a bold claim, something that is, wow, I want to hear more about this. And the key point here that I would give to people is don't overthink it. Your intro is just to earn you the right to give your what. When you go into your what, the reason why I break it down as like a what, how, why is you want to very quickly, right after your intro, where you're giving your pain, your leverage, you're giving your bold claim, you want to, right before you transition to your what, go to what's called the discovery phase. Yeah. So for in our call, the discovery phase usually is questioning. So in our call, what we do, and it's a nice little takeaway. And so I'll just give you a little bit of an intro of one of the calls we do all the time. Hey, Josh, the reason for my call is Ariel Thomas, your manager, had us come out and do a presentation at your office two weeks ago. Not sure if you were there or not. The company's Reminder Media. You ever heard about it, right? And he'll say no, yes, right? Then I'll go into some type of form of questioning where I go, hey, well, let me ask you this to make sure it even makes sense for me to you know, share this with you. How long have you been in real estate? Yeah. And what we're doing there is we're giving, we're doing a takeaway where it's basically, Hey, well, let me just ask you this question to see if this even makes sense for you. Yeah. Most people are like, well, what do you mean? Makes sense for me. Like they want to be part of something. <laughs> so it's kind of like that takeaway. So you want to go into that discovery phase, which the discovery phase is whatever 
pieces of the business that you need to get to of their pain point. Hey, we work with sales managers yep. that have eight uh, or more members on their team. Do you have eight members on your team? I saw on your website, like it's just a little bit of a discovery to get a bit of interaction, to build a little bit of rapport. It can be something silly. It can be something very specific. And then you move into your what? Hey, well, the reason why I asked you that is because here's what we do. Here's how we do it. And here's why it's better. Yeah. Right. And it's very succinct and it's not fluffing it up. It's not feature selling. It's like, look, this is what I do. This is how I do it. And this is why I believe you should listen to me. And that's the most important part. When we write out scripts, we go, look, the what we do is small. The how we do it is extremely small. Very quick. And the why it works is extremely big when we actually write those up on a board. And the reason why is because the why in your cold call makes them is the most important. It's the thing that will drag people in because if they're interested because of why you do what you do, they'll go back to the how. Wait, tell me more about how you're doing this. Yes. They'll bring you back in there. Exactly. And, but with your why, you've really got to set up for yourself. Hey, why did I choose to do this? And why do I believe I'm better than anybody else? And why do I believe you should pay attention? Absolutely. No, like you said, I did actually Google like a formula for cold calls. And what I found after pulling up, so I had our internal script up and I had this formula and I'm like, dude, it's, it's amazing how yeah, that works. It's, it, it's so very similar from the fact that it, they say the intro. So you want to have your intro. Uh, you want to have your opening pitch, nice. which is kind of what we do with the intro. Yep. And then the what? You want to have your discovery, which mm-hmm. is the question. Then you want to have your second pitch, there which is go. the how and the why. Uh, and then you have the value, which would be the why. Then you have the case study. They have a case study thrown yep. in there, which is a great. So for us, what we move to right after is our is what's our button up. Yeah. So our button up is basically, we call it fishing for questions. Mm-hmm. We know, hey, we're buttoning, buttoning up. But here's what I just told you. Does that resonate with you? What questions do you have, right? And so we're moving into a fishing for questions phase yeah. at that point. Yeah. But, and then from there is the close. Yeah. And, and then it's if you're in sales, proposal pricing close. Got to know to close. But now. remember, you're always closing. Every call is a closing call. Either they closed you or you closed them. But the truth is you're closing for something. You're closing for an email address, an appointment, an actual credit card, Think about something. it that way. Either, yeah. they, either you close them or they close yeah. you. Yeah, so don't be a little punk. And the truth is you never go negative. And what I mean by that is you never lose in a cold call. Mm. Most people go into cold calls thinking they lose. They You never lose. You either you are exactly where you started yeah. or you're better. You're either exactly where you started, which is I don't have anything with Josh or you're better. Well, the other thing is, remember, this is the numbers game and you're going to get that, what, 28% contact rate. You're going to get that one to 2% conversion rates on average if you're doing everything well. So every no that you get, we had another guest who said this, every no that you get is motivation because it gets you one step closer to the yes. Mm -hmm. If you're playing the numbers game, every single no is one step closer to the yes. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to statepaidpodcast.com for the show notes and you can see the layout of this episode. If you like this episode and want to support the show, we'd love it if you subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave a review along with a five-star rating. And the best way to help out the show is to tell a friend, share this episode with someone you know that's a little maybe nervous about jumping in to the cold call pool. Yes. Tell them that the water's warm. (laughs) The calls are cold, but the water's warm. (laughs) Did you guys hear that the CEO of Ikea was just elected prime minister of Sweden? The first thing he uh, has to do is assemble his cabinet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was good. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast.remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram. We are at State Paid Podcast. For this episode of State Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Aker. Your action item from this podcast is track your numbers. Track this specifically. How many dials does it take? 
to get an appointment or whatever the equivalent to an appointment is in your industry, how many phone calls to appointment? Track that number. That's your metric that you must hit every single day. Remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers. It's top producers take action. Take action on that today. 